Hey, yo, welcome to Top Trio. What is this, like episode seven, episode eight, everybody? I yeah. can't remember, actually. Is this season eight? Uh, I think <laughs> like season like 24 or something. All right, sounds good to me. <laughs> there we go. Uh, now, but we're back. Uh, I, we had a small hiatus, but we're back. We're ready to give y'all some great content and uh, keep on pumping out podcasts. So, again, like our page, uh, check our check out our uh, our feeds, uh, Top Trio 3, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Hey, okay, of course, you guys know this is Rick from Top Trio. Y'all know me already. I have Nita back on What's up, y'all? podcast. What's good? Nothing much, you know, just out here being weird and cranking out content. Hey, everybody, if you get opportunity, check out Otaku Noor on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Otaku uh, Noor, O-T-A-K-U-N-O-I-R. Yeah, it is great. Uh, she gave some great recommendations. Um, uh, I would tell everybody, I think one of the best recommendations she gave out, uh, people are talking about Goblin Slayer, so check it out. Uh, but she has a lot of a lot of other recommendations that you guys will probably like as well. Yep. And then I'll uh, make sure I get his name right. I have yep. Ricky from Ricky Wins KO. Boom. What's good, Rick? Not much, man. Glad to be back. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> Welcome back, bro. Welcome yeah. Back. All right. Uh, so um, we do have some news and announcements, but we're going to save that for the end of the podcast. So we're going to go ahead and jump straight into this. So. We're thinking about what will be our next big topic, how we come back and jump back into everything. So we figured, let's go ahead and cry a little bit. (laughs) Well, we have to bring up the fact why this came about, because when you and I were talking about the Yu Yu Hakusho podcast and we brought up Genkai, that's when you were like, holy crap, we need to have like the top three times we cried in anime. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm a very emotional person, so I figured <laughs> that, you know, we can get opportunity to get a little emotional on top trio, you know. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm comfortable with my feelings. I'm comfortable with expressing them. I hope you guys are as well. Oh, yeah, I'm a baby. <laughs> Me too. Cool. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Ricky and I, we did our Yu Hakusho Show podcast, a great podcast. We talked about Genkai and talking about her death, which is probably our number one. But what we were going to do is, um, Ricky and I, we had a lot of similar ones. Um, oh, yeah, more than we can count. So I'm going to let Nita go first, and then I'll explain to you why we didn't choose ours after she gives her top three. And then I'll give you my top three, and then Ricky will finish it off with his top three. All right. But I'm going to um, let Nita take the floor. It's all yours. Make it happen. All right. Well, let's just start by saying that I am a, also a very emotional person. Um, according to my what? partner, I cry all the time. I cry all the time. Um, to be honest with you, though, I don't really cry during animes. And I sometimes do, but not as much as if I'm watching, like, um, a K-drama or, you know, just having an emotional moment, you know, like regular people have. Yeah. Um, so trying to think of moments in anime where I cried was really difficult for me. And then also trying to think of moments that didn't just happen, you know, like things that happened way back when, because I think we can all think of one moment that happened in a certain season three. Oh, yeah. Oh, this last season or last season. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. In one of our favorite animes. That is true. Yeah. So I was trying to like. Right. Exactly. So, like, to be honest with you, that was the first time in a long time that I, like, got teary-eyed watching the anime. But that's neither here nor there. Okay. Um, 
So I'll start with my number three. Let's which, go. Which is from One Piece, um, oh. which is an anime that I love. And to be honest, and full disclosure, I'm not done with it. I'm only on episode like seven something, seven hundred something. Jesus. Yeah, I know, right? Out of a thousand. <laughs> yeah. In counting. Um, and there's so many moments in that anime, but one one moment that stuck out for me that made me teary eye. I didn't like boohoo cry, but I shed a thug tear for sure. Um, <laughs> was um, Nami's arc. So the backstory of kind of Nami and where she came from and how she kind of like made her way to Luffy and, you know, the pirate, the, you know, the pirate crew. Uh, and so, um, first of all, there's, there's a couple of uh, places inside of that, you know, story where that made me teary eyed. First was, um, basically Nami. I don't want to spoil too much for anyone who hasn't watched it, but I feel like if you haven't watched this anime up to this point or any of the other ones we talk about today, then maybe you shouldn't listen to this podcast. Maybe well, not. Wait, that happened like the first 50 episodes. That's it's, true. I mean, there, I mean, we're already eight, not eight, nine hundred episodes in. Let them know. Let yeah. them know. So the first part is basically Nami is an organ, or uh, not an organ. <laughs> <laughs> Nami is an orphan, essentially. Yeah. And she's taken in by this Navy officer who is a woman. And they own an orchard, an orange orchard. And it's this beautiful story about how, you know, she basically adopted Nami and this other woman. And it's all cute and stuff. And then it gets really dark because Arlong comes. Mm. And Arlong is the leader of a pirate crew. Um, and they're, uh, what is, what's the name of them again? I believe it's the... Um, Fisherman crew. The fisherman crew, right? Exactly. Um, which I mean has all, like come full circle since I've been watching. But anyways, they're really bad guys, and essentially they kill Nami's mom. So like that's sad part number one of that arc. So that made me cry a little bit, especially because they have like the like effect with like you know the shot going through her and like the tear coming down her eye. I was like, dang, like they made this like literally the saddest thing that I've ever, <laughs> ever seen. I will say this, that's when I fully got jacked into One Piece because it was really slow, things were happening, but at that moment right there, really, I was jacked in. Like I was all in at that moment because I was like, oh, this is what we're doing now. Okay, no problem. Really now? I mean, I, I think this is, um, you know what? This is this is before um, the Skypiea arc, so yeah. that might be true for, for me as well. So that part of that, that arc, you know, got me. But then at the end of it, at the end of it, um, what made me cry again was that, so... Nami has always loved um, weather. Nami has always loved navigation, and her dream was to like map the the new like the new world, um, basically. Um, and so when she basically when Arlong shot her mother and killed her mom, he recognized her skill and her talent, and basically forced her to make maps for him and his pirate crew. And so, like, a defining moment that made me cry at the end of that arc was when Luffy had defeated Arlong, all the fishermen, pirates, and he goes into the room where Nam used to sit and draw all these maps and do all this navigation work for them. And he, like, just 
tore it up, like flip tables, had maps going everywhere and was like, nah, nah, me like your maps are your own now. Like that's all you got to worry about. Like, you know, we're family, blah, 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 whatever, like all that stuff. And I was like, dang, he's a real one. And that made me cry. Yeah, that scene right there, I wish everybody could see my arms. I got goosebumps running all the way up my <laughs> arms. That scene, it was like, this is where you were. You were in prison, and this is what he made you do, and he just goes yeah. ham like, on yeah. everything. Oh, man. Go ahead. Yeah, so that's my number three moment. Okay. Okay. And so then my number two moment is in Full Metal Alchemist. Um, beginning of Full Metal Alchemist night, is the saddest. I learned the value of Can I curse, Ricky? That's a no. Hey, this, this, I don't, hey, I don't want to curse. No, but go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. At this point, go ahead and do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the saddest shit I've ever seen. It is. <laughs> Someone loses their mom, right? And their mom dies. Right. You're only a kid. Something you lose your mom. You try to bring your mom back with your little brother. And then you, you lose your little brother, essentially. You lose your arm, and then your 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 brother's physical body is gone. He's, you know, in this huge metal, like, you know, um, night suit. Like, that's the saddest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> Gotta live with that one. I mean, what yeah. a way to open an anime series. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, exactly, right? Like, I mean, if, if you weren't really interested in watching Full Metal Alchemist, you know, before you started watching, after that scene, you're like, damn, I guess I really got to figure out what happens next. Like, yeah. what, where do they go from here? Full disclosure for anybody out there, if you haven't watched Full Metal Alchemist and you're thinking about watching it, there are two versions, Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Brotherhood is the move, but both of them are good. Yeah, both of them are pretty good. Uh, Brotherhood follows the manga to a T. Yeah. That's what I heard. So I, I watched it. I didn't even know it existed when I when I watched it the first time. But anyways, um, yeah. So that made me really sad, um, just because like the despair of like trying to cling on to your mom and cling on to your brother, and basically have your arm ripped off, not to you know in that Oof. moment not knowing what's happening to um, you know your your little brother. You have no idea, and then. After that, to feel the responsibility of being responsible for one, not being able to bring your mother back and creating some this like nasty monster thing and Ugh. having to kill it. Ugh. But then also too being responsible for your brother's physical body not being there anymore. He can't sleep, he can't eat, he's just there. So that sucked. And it didn't make me boohoo, but it made me really sad, like on a like a sibling level, because I have yeah. five siblings. And you never put any of them into a piece of armor? No, I never put any of them in any of them in a piece of armor, even though I might have wanted to sometimes. <laughs> I put my sister in a dryer, though. I mean, that's close enough. So, yeah, you're just yeah. as bad as Ed. Yeah, basically, you know. <laughs> but I, I feel no shame for that. Okay. <laughs> um, so that's my number two. Um, and then this next, my number one, literally, I like boohoo cry. <laughs> so... I can't wait my, to hear it. My, Me too. Third, my number one moment where I cried in anime um, is when Kite died. Oh! In, in Hunter x oh. Hunter. Um, oh, I thought you were going dot hack. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going dot hack for a minute. No. Yeah, Ricky loves dot hack. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Hunter x right. Hunter, my favorite anime of oh, all time. Ooh, it's the best you. anime of all time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. And that's not up for debate right now. 
okay. I'm gonna, but I'm what gonna, we're I'm, talking about is... I'm going to let you have your moment. Kite died. And it was so sad to me just because I feel like, I mean, Gong and um, Kiowa, they had uh, good mentors up until that point. But I feel like Kite was that dude. He was like, no, nah, like, you come with me if you don't pull your own weight. Like, you really have to be strong. He really pushed them past their limits um, on some yummy shit. <laughs> another podcast (laughs) but he really pushed them past their limits and i felt like he was like um i really liked him as a character his uh, power was dope as hell i just really liked him as a character and when i don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen hunter hunter so i won't say but when he died the the idea of him dying at that point in the storyline which is very sad to me and then also gong's reaction like you know leveling up Killing uh, Pika, I think her name was. Yeah. Ooh, that's see. He, he tore her to shreds. I, I, that was like, you know, I'm I'm not really a, a violent person, but I was like, that's you damn right. You better tear her <laughs> tear her up, break all her her limbs. You know, I just felt it on a very strong level, um, and I yeah. cried a lot. Not a lot, but I cried a fair bit watching yeah. that scene. I don't think I've seen a hit that hard. Ooh. Ever in my life, ever in anime, that hit was so hard. He knocked the whole soul out of her. He like, boy, it, like I never, I haven't watched up to that scene animated yet, but I did read the manga and got to that Ooh. point, and that did hurt. I mean, there, there is another, another moment where he levels up like that, and it's like you're not about to mess with my friends, and you know I'm about to kill your ass, yeah. but. That was like the first, not the first, but you know, that was a, a really emotional moment because uh, Gong was really sad, and you know, Gong is such a likable character. Yeah. Um, to see him sad, and then in that moment, you know, thinking about Kite and everything like that was just very sad. So yeah. that's my number one moment that I cried in anime, for me right now. I respect Hunter X Hunter. I, I respect I, I respect most of your chat with Hunter X Hunter, except for the greatest anime part, but. Well, you don't got to agree with that. I, but I'm, it's not, true. I'm not going to agree with it. <laughs> it's true, though. We'll agree to disagree. Yeah. No. We'll agree that you're wrong. Uh, everybody, we need, a, we need a quick break so I can let Nita know about herself. <laughs> no. No, but different podcast, Rick. Different yeah. podcast. I have a lot of respect for Hunter x Hunter. And like, I, I love the manga. And I'm finally, I'm almost at the end of the Chimera. And or finally, and it's is very well animated. Right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't steer you wrong, man. Yeah. So, okay. Well, well those are uh, the kite. Um, uh, F, uh, what's the name? Uh, El, uh, Edward and El, Edward's mom. from mm-hmm. the Battle. And mm-hmm. then uh, you got um, Nami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just talking about Nami's situation. That whole arc where the mom gets shot and then the walk to Arlong Park. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's the town. And no That's, one would help them. Yeah, you just, you say, what are you guys doing? You guys not gonna fight them? And they just walk up in there, and then Luffy just breaks down the door. I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, it's about to go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So respect respect to your picks. I really like them. Thanks, man. Good job. So okay, I have like crossed off my list like a hundred times in the last few days. Um, even when we decided we were gonna do this. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and leave two off my list right now, and that's Genkai's death and Kamina's death from Gurren Lagan. I'm mm-hmm. taking those two off. Those are my top two, regardless of whatever. They're going to be very similar to Ricky, so we both agree to take those two off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to do that. 
Um, that's how I go ahead and leave FMA Hughes um, off my list as well, because you know, everybody knows that's probably the saddest moment in anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my top picks. So I'm going on my um, going on my lowest first, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lower is better. Yeah, going lower first. So, and again, um, this podcast is going to get a lot of One Piece love. Hmm. So my number three is uh, this scene right here got me so choked up. Even after, um, even after the emotional arc. So, um, in One Piece, the Innie's Lobby arc is one of the best arcs I've ever watched in all anime. It's pretty good, yeah. It's definitely in my top three. So, what happens in this in this in this part is uh, Usopp he he comes back to the team. So, what happened with Usopp? He got mad because people weren't treating the going merry right. Mm-hmm. So, um, he he decided to fight it out with Luffy, and he ended up like. Luffy kicked them off, kicked them off the team, and they had a humongous fight and everything. And then he comes back as as a superhero, Soga King. Soga King. Soga, Soga King. That was the, also the funniest shit I've ever seen. And it was awesome. From Sniper Island. Yep. Uh, so you know, he helps them out. He they go to Indy's lobby, they kick CP9's ass. Um, mm-hmm. and um, he decides to come back as Usopp and he wants to get back on the ship. He thinks everything's cool, but he, him and Luffy are too prideful to reconcile the differences. So um, the, the Straw Hats are going out to sea in their ship. They're going on to their next adventure, and they're okay with it. And you see Usopp at the, uh, at the beachfront crying. He's like, I'm sorry. I want to be back with the Straw Hats. Sorry, I get emotional now. Make sure I don't cry. Nobody can see me cry. Nobody can see me cry. Let it go. He's crying. He's, he's not everywhere. His mouth is like jiggling, and he's just <laughs> yelling. And like you see all the straw hats fighting like the cannons and stuff for the navy's there. And Frankie just joined the crew too. So I'm already a little emotional. He lost his pants and he just joined the crew. <laughs> so I'm like already in. I was like, I guess the has gone. You see him crying. And then Luffy's like has like a coming to Jesus moment. And he's just like, okay. And nobody no, nobody knows what he's gonna do. He extends his arm, cocks back, reaches out, Luffy puts his hand out there for Usopp to grab it. And his head is like lowered. You can't really see his face. And then his face raises up. You see Luffy just bawling. And you see Luffy and Usopp grab hands. It's like you have like a white background. You get this emotional music. And then you have Sanji crying. You got Nami crying. You got Chopper. Of course, you know Chopper's going to cry. And, and they're just both like crying. He gets to the ship and everybody's in tears except for like Zoro. Like Zoro's, you know, he's trying to put a smirk on. Of course, he's emotional as well. That scene right there showed me how much they really care about each other. Like it, because I, I really thought their friendship was broken after that fight. Because like it was so, you know, Luffy had to literally put a hurt in the Usopp, to let him yeah. know, look, I'm the captain. And just to see them reconcile it and him, him to be welcomed back with open arms, like no recollection, no nothing, like it just no consequences, like that right there. Got to calm myself down. I'm good, I'm good, good. Yeah, not yet. That was a feel-good moment, and it caught me. Like, I had a real, like I said, like Nita said, I had a real thug tear right there. <laughs> okay. So, my number two is from my favorite anime character of all time. Oh, man. He is a side character, but this man has went above and beyond. He almost ended the Naruto series as well. But this is, <laughs> if he, if he would have hit, hit Madaris a little to the left, he would end the Naruto series. Yeah. But my boy Guy Sensei. Um, this dude is, I have never been more associated with a character ever in my life. Like I, he's a side character, but it just, 
I have never been so emotionally attached to a character like this. And I basically because he's so prideful and he what he teaches into his student, Rock Lee. And as you guys may know, Ricky and I are really, really good friends. And that is really spawned because of God Sensei and Rock. Now, we best friends. We, we, we best friends. It's, it's like it's like Turk and JDs. You know, yep. that's, yeah, it's it's like that. It's God Sensei and Rock Lee. I, it's Deku and All Might. That's, <laughs> that, that's who we are. Um, and what happened is, you know, Lee fought Gar. And he, of course, everybody else got an easy fight. Lee got the worst fight in, in like, all of Naruto. <laughs> and he ends up getting his leg, like, cracked and get beat up by Gar. Mm. So um, this is at Naruto and Jiraiya go get Sanadi, bring her back. And Sanadi's willing to work on his leg and heal him, but it's only like a less than thirty percent chance that he's going to make he's going to make it through. Yeah. But Gatsuse has so much love for Lee, and he goes to Lee. And he tells him, "Hey, Lee, you know, you know, you're a Listen, genius of hard work, you and you shouldn't give up. And I'm here for you. Decision. You know, I love you." And he told me, "He said, if you die during you this operation, I'm going to die with you." To give up on my dreams? No, because if you, I mean, this kid may be 11 or 12. Yeah. You maybe train him for about a year, you know and you have that much love for him, telling him, "Look, if you go through this training, if you go through this operation." And you don't make it, I'm gonna kill myself too. Get and the operation, Lee. That right there, like I love guys since I love all his moments, but that right there showed me how much he loves his students. You like, hard, Lee. especially There's Lee. No and I was like, wow, like you tell success. tell somebody, look, you have the power I, to shape I'm gonna be here destiny. with you, even and if you die. And I'm gonna die with like that. Yeah, I mean you really don't need to do that, but I mean right still, like you. I mean, you're not really Ever gonna know. But well, I mean, well, Lee was like his son. You the most yeah, I mean, and I'm so surprised. Possible. Like, you know, like, I, I know, like, with Boruto now, you have Metal Lee, which is Rock Lee's son. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, but it just, like, guy, like, really put all his time and effort into making Lee, making Lee into a fighter and a ninja and be able to beat any anybody who comes his way. Yeah. And just to hear something like that, like, that, that scene... I like it in, you know, I'm not a big fan of the English dub, but I like it in the English dub and I like it in the Japanese dub. Just the speech alone is just heartwarming. Yeah. That's my number two. My number one. Oh, man. I'm going back to One Piece. Okay. I need a moment of silence. Oh, you're about, okay. Okay. Whoo. Whoo. Wusa. Wusa. One Piece. Okay. I, I wasn't trying to do One Piece twice, but I had to be true to myself. I I cried when I when I even read this in the manga. This hit me so hard, and the animation was just even worse. Like it just took me for a loop. Um, when Going Mary died, this scene right here, I cried over a damn ship. I mean, not even a character, a ship. Yeah. I mean, this ship like went. I mean, just seeing all the straw hats on the ship being out in the ocean. They love the they love this ship, and then. It, it kind of go back to my third pick where, you know, Usopp was mad at them because they didn't take care of the ship. And he felt the ship had feelings and stuff. And he felt the straw hats didn't have the same feelings towards the ship that the ship had towards them. So this goes goes full circle. So what happens after uh, C, after they beat CP9's ass? Um, uh, so this guy named Iceberg, he, he creates ships or whatnot. He decided to work on the Going Mary. The Going Mary told him, look, subconsciously, like Professor X or something, look, please fix me. And let the rain come and push me out to the ocean, and I'm good. So he fixed like the bottom of the ship. Ship goes out to the ocean. Straw Hats are in a situation you know, in his lobby where they've defeated everybody, but they can't get out. So they're like, "What are we going to do? We're about to lose. You know, even if we beat everybody, all these ships are here. We're all going to die." Have a second. 
Going Mary comes in and is like, jump into the ocean. They're like, what? Jump into the ocean? They all jump into the ocean and the ship is there to catch them, like a 50-foot fall. So they're like, oh, great. You know, Sonny looked out for us. It's so great. We love you again. You know, thanks for looking out for us. They started sailing back to, um, uh, to uh, what's it? What's that? What's it called? Um, water, not Water Lobby. What is it called? Um, water 7. They started sailing back to Water 7 and then the top of the ship falls off. And at that point, they know it's time to put the ship to pasture. So Luffy, as you know, as the captain of the ship, has to go out to the ship and actually set it on fire. Mm. Luffy is very emotional at this point. And they, okay, there's two people. I mean, Nami and Sanji and Zoro know Usopp oh, is Sogi King. Nobody else does. Chopper and freaking Luffy are totally like idiots. <laughs> and they're like, oh man, it's so sad Usopp's not here to see this. He would really want to see. Um, going merry off and you got Usopp with his Soga King mask on he's got the tears running down his face yeah and he's trying to be a man and you know Sanji's like Usopp was here right now he wouldn't be able to handle this the glam Soga King is here you see Usopp just bawling but trying to be a man and hold it all in hold it all in so I was pretty good you know I was like I, I'm, I'm it's pretty sad I'm fine so they set the ship on fire and then the ship started talking back to them yeah boy and then it starts snowing or whatever, and, and it's like, um, hey, I really wanted to go to go to out to the sea with you guys one more time. I love you guys. And then Luffy's breaking down, and he's like, oh my god, like I'm so sorry that Sanji and Zoro were breaking things, and Usopp tried to fix you, but he wasn't very good at it. <laughs> and you just see like, then Luffy starts crying, and like yeah. his tears don't hit the ground though, like he just hangs there. And you just got you got the snot bubbles again, and everybody's crying, like, and you just got the snow and the fire, and then the, the soundtrack was so depressing. I had to I, I had to get myself together. I was just like, you know, what? I'm not gonna sit here and be a little punk. I'm gonna go outside, get myself together, come back in here, and I'm gonna finish this episode. Took me two days to finish the episode because I could not get past that one part. Oh, yeah. But that's that's my number one, just for the fact that that ship did everything, went through all the troubles, you know, all, all the tribulations, came and came, had one more sail, saved them from Indy's lobby, died right there, and told them that he loved them and wishing them the best, and seeing everybody see how much they really care about their ship, like that was their heart. So yeah, that, that's me. Those are my top three. Man, uh, that going merry. If I'm telling anybody, if you want to be depressed and you want to cry about a ship, go watch the clip. That is quite depressing. Yeah, yeah, that ship, yeah, that because the manga got me bad, and then the anime was just like it took a full all the music. It's the same music they use for all the like ominous, like sad moments, though. But yeah, that music is pretty, yeah, yeah, that. Whew. Okay, Rick, can you want to talk? <laughs> the wet nap. Like, yeah, man, you need a napkin. Yeah, I need a, need a KFC wet nap. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So I've been I've been dreading this because I'm a crybaby. I'll cry at uh, Ash uh, from Pokemon. You know, hugging Squirtle just because. Like I, I get I cry over everything and. You do. Uh, it, it was really hard for me to narrow it down because with Genkai off the list and Kamina off the list, I was like, oh my God, those were like the two worst ones. And so since Rick and I both had those as our top two, uh, I even before the podcast started, <laughs> I had four 
And then it grew to five. And then I had to get rid of two. Um, so Rick, that brings me to. I want to say something. Ricky has a, his five should be his one. That five <laughs> really good. All right. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> I mean, honorable mention would be uh Roni Kenshin and uh, um, death parade, um, which I wish I could get into, but you know, I'm not going to, but um I'm going to start off with the number three, which is a Dragon Ball Z um, movie, which was the history of Trunks. Yeah. And, you know, Dragon Ball, when you think about it, you don't really think, oh, this is an emotional anime. It's not. But this movie is. Um, And the very beginning of the film it opens with Goku dying of the heart virus, which we saw in the anime where he survives because Trunks came back. But in this timeline, Goku dies, and the rest of the Z fighters were killed as well uh, by Android 17 and 18. And the only two Z fighters remaining were Trunks and Gohan. And now, unfortunately... The the Z Fighters, they can't be wished back to life because the Dragon Balls are gone since Piccolo's dead, and that means Kami's dead. And I don't re- really remember why they couldn't use uh, Namek's balls. Um, I don't remember why, but, you know, they can't. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, you know, after Goku's death, um, I think it, like, time skips, like, 12 or 13 years yeah and uh it's trunks and gohan living in like a post-apocalyptic um wasteland and like human life is all but gone you have maybe a little bit but uh yeah it mostly focuses around 17 18 trunks gohan and bulma and you know when it what basically what it comes down to is you know Trunks is trying to help Gohan defeat the androids, but Trunks isn't strong enough because Trunks can't go Super Saiyan yet. And so Gohan is sort of like a a big brother who protects him. And Trunks, you know, he's frustrated. He wants to help. Why do you have to and he can't. He has no power. And uh, the moment for me, obviously, uh, when Trunks finally goes to help Gohan he sees Gohan laying in a puddle uh it's raining it's dark there's a storm and uh he sees Gohan face down in a puddle and uh he checks on him and Gohan he has uh no pupils in his eye um he's dead and there's nothing anybody can do there's no Dragon Balls you can't bring him back um it's like, Gohan. Trunks lost everything. Gohan. And seeing him hold Gohan and crying and finally becoming a Super Saiyan, you know, man, I broke down. It was like, I just can't even explain it. I know, like, I know how you would probably feel if you saw that. I mean, you did see it. Uh, <laughs> but, man, you know, you don't really see desperation like that in Dragon Ball because you always. You know, you got the trump card, you got the Dragon Balls on Namek or Earth or anywhere. But in this arc, you don't have that fallback. And so, uh, yeah, that uh, that that messed me up. <laughs> I still have nightmares about it. 
Um, yeah, that one was really rough. Just just the scene, everything was like dark and purple. The rain, yeah. music, and you see him just kirk out, and you see like the little, of course, yellow lights, and he goes Super Saiyan. Mm. That's just his cry and everything. Like you just, you had nothing. You you really felt for him. Exactly, and you know, to just quickly bounce off it really quick. Uh, in Dragon Ball Xenoverse Two, they did that exact arc. Oh man! In the game, but you could go back and save Gohan. And bro, I went back and saved Shoot. Gohan immediately. Yeah, that's Trunks always mess up the timeline. I, I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't do it. I had to let I had to let Gohan uh, die. Oh man! Yeah, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I, <laughs> I, we you already know how I feel about Gohan. But that's the only Gohan that I really like, and I just yeah, I, I had to suck it up and let let him. Let history take its course. Yeah. Um, so I mean that's that's my number three. Uh my number two is from an anime called uh Erased. And basically what this anime is is um there's this kid who it focuses around, his name is uh Satoru, and he possesses like a unique ability um that sends him back in time moments before like a life-threatening incident happens so like for instance uh in the beginning of the anime you see like this truck driver who is like having a stroke and he kills this kid on a bike but then um with this kid's ability he can go back in time and he prevented the accident from ever happening oh wow yeah um it, oh my god it's definitely one of my favorite animes of all time and uh so the first episode, um, the story, it takes a completely dark turn um, because his, um, his ability is called Revival and he, it only like jumps him back like a few minutes. He's never had anything like more than that. Um, so one day he comes home from work to discover that his mother has been murdered. Um, and to make it worse, <laughs> the cops think that he did it um and now their relationship is like what a mother and son's relationship should be it's like the perfect relationship and uh so um there's like a foreshadowing when this uh revival ability happens and you see like a blue butterfly and then you know oh, okay i'm gonna go back in time so the cops are like why did you kill her blah 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 blah, blah. and he starts to panic he's like freaking out and uh so he starts to run from the cops and you see the blue butterfly flash and so he's running while he's running he runs right back like i don't know 15 or 16 years and he's a kid again and he's like i've never i've never jumped this far back before there has to be a reason for it now long story short um all of his childhood friends were murdered in the uh in the present time so yeah and so uh it's like a it's a murder mystery um maybe a little bit of sci-fi since the uh um the time travel thing but uh definitely sci-fi oh yeah <laughs> um so i the breaking point for me there's it it surrounds this girl named kayo and mm -hmm. um she is abused by her family like to the point of her family has killed her, essentially. And uh, it's, it, it's Satoru's um, 
goal to prevent this pain from happening. And I don't know. He's he's like rewound time like countlessly, and she has died every time. Like he's trying to change it, and he can't change it. And seeing the desperation of like, oh, I'm gonna make sure she stays here this night because she dies, you know, on March second or uh, something like that. So he tries to do everything he can to save her, and ultimately she just keeps dying and. Watching that over and over again, um, and then ultimately, I don't want to spoil it, but the end of spoil that, it. I haven't finished it. Oh yeah. Oh, you haven't finished it? No, not yet. Oh, <laughs> well, I will. I'm not going to spoil it, but uh, it, it's the end where it's just so, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it messes with your mind so much, and then you see this one scene. And you're just like, you know what this kid's gone through. You know what his friends have gone through. And all of that kind of just builds up throughout the entire anime. And then it all lets out at once. And that's what that anime did. Like, it just let it all out at the end. <laughs> and I swear to God, I go back and watch that anime every year. It came out in 2016, and I've watched it like three times. It's amazing. Um. So yeah, that, that's it would have been my number one if it wasn't for this upcoming one, um, which is Naruto, um, the Demon of the Hidden Mist, Zabuza, and Haku, um, which is now a girl in the English dub. But just throwing it out there. Nah, in English dub, they changed Haku into a girl. Oh, that's, that's God. It. No. I mean, it, it needed to happen. It's no, same, it same thing happened in Roni Kenshin. They did the same thing. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't watch the I didn't watch the subs for Roni Kenshin, so I never knew. <laughs> yeah, it this was. is why subs are life. Yes. So yeah. back when this arc happened, you know, I was like 13. And so Zabuza, who was the first major, you know, villain of the naruto series and the first time you see kakashi struggle against anybody because back then i thought kakashi was like invincible he's awesome um but yeah zabuza he's aggressive he's arrogant uh and he's he's cruel he's the cruelest person you've seen in this anime and uh he sells his soul which is why they call him the demon he sold his soul to become a thug to gain enough like funds to like take over like the the musicage and uh so yeah baddest guy you could ever think of um will kill anybody doesn't matter though there's this uh person um haku who zabuza raised as basically his tool to be discarded whenever like i'm gonna build you up so i can waste you later um so that was their relationship. And so basically what happens is um I'm trying to think. Uh Naruto, Sasuke, Kakashi, and Sakura, they all they all fight. And it's Sasuke and uh Naruto, and they're fighting Haku in the like these glass ice uh ninjutsu or whatever you want to call it. And uh she notices that uh 
uh, Zabuza is struggling with Kakashi. And she leaves Naruto and Sasuke. And as Kakashi's like right about to hit the uh, Chidori, um, Haku jumps in front and Kakashi pierces him like right through like the heart or the stomach or whatever. Haku is not dead yet. <laughs> um, Zabuza is like, oh, thank you um, for holding him here. And so Zabuza takes his giant sword, swings it, and, you know, doesn't matter. He's going to sacrifice Haku. That's the whole plan. All right. So the part that got me was at the end of the fight where Naruto, you know, the dimwit, says this speech about, you know, I mean, I can't even remember. He just pictured Naruto saying something really worthwhile and uh, emotional. And all of a sudden, you see Zabuza. He's on the ground. You know, he's defeated, whatever. Um, and he starts crying. Zabuza's crying. He's like, oh, my God, kid, you're an idiot. Stop talking. And, like... He has, like, all of these feelings, and I don't know. It's just, like, man, I'm getting goosebumps. Uh, Like, he loved Haku, and, like, he never, like, Kakashi said, when you swung that sword to hit me, you hesitated a little bit. You didn't want to hit uh, Haku with your sword. And uh, he was like, Haku was everything to me, um, and... He basically sacrificed himself to save uh, Team 7. Um, and he killed the, uh, what was his name? Gato, who was the uh, the thug lord who hired Zabuza. He killed all the bad guys. Um, and then you see, like, all of these, like, thugs, like, stab Zabuza. He's crying. He's fighting. It all comes down. Everything's fine. Everything's, everybody's saved. But, I mean, like... I didn't realize Naruto was going to be so emotional like that. I mean, I wasn't really interested in Naruto until I saw that paired with the music, paired with the animation, uh, like the <laughs> the crazy snot and tears coming out of their faces. It was just like, I don't know. I felt it. I felt all of it. And that was my number one. Oh, man, that scene when they were on the bridge. And Zabuza has both his arms like broken, and he has the kunai in his mouth, and he just takes out everybody. They're like, Oh my goodness, what's going on? How is he able to fight? And they're like, This that is the demon. (laughs) Yeah. And then you know, the ending where they laid in the snow and he put his hands on Haku's face. Oh man, yeah, that's oh my god. Yeah, that right there, like that scene. I was like, it's a little over top right here. It is, and that that was the first time I have ever cried on an anime like i was like what have i been missing and that i mean naruto was the gateway the gateway drug into all this anime and i gotta thank you know that arc for doing that because i mean i never knew anime could have that much power over your emotional being well one thing i will say is i want to thank naruto because if it wasn't for naruto i never would have watched one piece because the two year of two years of filler hell for naruto <laughs> i had to find something else and, and i remember watching one piece on four kids in the morning and i was just like 
yuck. <laughs> they got court guns. I say, and everybody was like, "Yeah, Rick is pretty good." And I was trying to watch it on Fox Kids, and I watched mm. all the episodes, and I'm like, "Okay, it's, it's not bad, but it's not good." And I said, like, "Let me try the Japanese, you know, dub." Yeah, and I'm the sub, and I'm like, "Whoa, they didn't show this on Fox Kids." <laughs> <laughs> you know, they had that. Um, it, it, it was like, "Gotta go, gotta go." Oh yeah, go. don't give it <laughs> don't up, Bobby. <laughs> You know, he he took a bite of dumb gum. And I was like, what in the world? Yo. Yeah, yeah. Yo. <laughs> yeah. It was it, it almost follows the same tone as Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh know. my god, you're right. Yeah, you put two of two together, it almost had the same theme. It's so bad. It's Yo. a nice song though. It is. I still remember it. <laughs> so okay. Well, great picks, everybody. Um oh, yeah, that was a... Uh, yeah, uh, nobody cried, right, on the podcast, right? Well, Dude, I was about to, man. Talking about, like, erased and stuff, man, that just brought up. I'm, mm. No, I'm a G. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely got some goosebumps. I think everything, um, the only one, only show that I haven't watched that was talked about was Erased. I guess I yeah. watched it at some point. But yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, everything else you guys said, like, I had emotions going through. Like, it was, it was all great picks. Yeah, we gotta uh, do this again. We gotta do a part two, man. Oh, part two video games. Oh yeah, video uh, games has to happen. Okay, cool. So for part break. two K dramas. Um, Ricky, you watch, <laughs> Ricky, you watch K dramas? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, Listen, I swore to never watch K dramas ever after they did a K drama for um for Death Note. But they're actually really good. So, well, what I will say though, um, you're talking about Death Note. The Bleach movie was really good. The live action one on Netflix. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, I really enjoyed. I was like the final fight. I was like, yo, this is pretty daggone good. See, I told y'all I watched it first, and y'all are like, oh, I don't know about that. (laughs) Well, well, my issue is. It's not because of the movie, or it's like the fact that they try to copy off you, Hawkins Show. Yeah, yeah, so I I have some hostility towards it. <clears throat> the movie on Netflix, I sat down and watched the whole thing in one sitting. Like I was just like, wow, this is really well done. Huh. I I don't know how you make that any better. Like for a live action anime, like that was pretty on point. I'll have to check it out. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Okay, so. Getting to our, um, yeah, we got some submissions for a top three times you cried in anime. So um, I'll go ahead and read out. And you, I, got, I got three submissions. Okay. Um, uh, the first one is from Robert Matthews. Good grief! I'll talk about him in a second. <laughs> um, his number, his number three was Killing Bites. Um, he said, "Oh, actually, he has a lot." Oh, honorable mention. He said, "Kashina Minato, Killing Bites." Doubt most have seen it. He says, and let me see something. <laughs> he, he didn't tell me why. He just. Oh, you know, he just noted them down. Yeah, but he gave honorable mention to Kushina and uh, Minato. And, okay. Uh, and Naruto, that was a that was a sad moment. Yeah. Uh, he picked up. He said, "Wolf's Rain." That's when I love oh, Wolf's Rain. Wolf's Rain is a great anime. Uh, he said, "But seeing the guy's journey to paradise and fail just hurts." Uh, Tobo hit me with the hardest. His love for humans, like damn, the cut to all the wolves covered in the slope in covered in s- snow was the worst. Yeah, 
Yeah, that was that was pretty rough. Uh, I, you guys got opportunity. Wolf Train is not that long. It's a really good anime. It is. It's amazing. And the opening is amazing too. I love Stray. So, um, his number one was Your Lie in April. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, I've it, been I've been regretting. Uh, I've been putting off watching that, but I heard it's really good and really, really, really sad. It is. I heard it's really sad as well. <laughs> it's one of the saddest new animes out there. Mm. He said the entire anime. <laughs> the, first, the first episode wasn't as bad, but I, I mean, after that, man, it's downhill. It's now entire- I have to watch it and see if I cry. You will. I uh, said the mom, him being broken mentally, his childhood friend, the violinist, his yep. solo playing with his rival's younger sister in a duet. It was just a field stream. Mm. Y'all think that is sad? Y'all should watch Kids on the Slope. I'm gonna check that out. It's gonna make me cry. It'll make you cry and make you very happy at the same time. Okay. I'm all about that. Um, oh, another time I cried in anime was seeing Digimon movie when Ty and Matt were going to Bro. Yo. Yo, in, in, in the yeah. movie theater, when they went to um, uh, Greymon, or with Agumon and um, uh, <laughs> Agumon. Yeah. That, that scene right there. Oh, no. I did. Well, I just, oh, man, I totally forgot about that. Just, <laughs> ooh, what about broken ass uh war Greymon and metal garurumon mm-hmm. and they're just like floating there and they look all dead and shit yeah, yeah that's what i'm talking about and remember, remember oh, okay they, you remember when they came into the screen and they oh were my like, god like, that scene broke me down so bad yeah i was at the movie theater like i'm like 14 15 years old and i'm like yo what in the world's going on <laughs> so oh no okay so um victor he's he has your lie in april as well yep he said uh you know, pretty much the same mentions of Rob. There's another good one. Everybody's bring this one up. Grave of Fireflies. Oh, that's a movie, though. Yeah, so... It, then uh, He said FMA, The Death of May Hughes. We all know how that goes. That's one of the saddest moments in all of anime. Yeah. That one right there, when it's like, Mommy, where's Daddy? I want to I wanna play with him. And I'm just, yeah. yeah, that one right there. I didn't cry on that one. I didn't think that one was that sad. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, I have to agree with Ricky. It wasn't like OD sad. It was sad. But... Oh, no. I mean, it was OD sad, but that's, I mean. I like, I... You never even see this guy. And every time you do, he's like, look at my fucking kid. Oh, sorry. Yeah. My language. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't think that scene got me. I think when he was actually inside of the phone booth and he was bleeding out, oh, that yeah. scene got me bad. Because yeah. I know he really wanted to get home. Mm-hmm. And he got the intel. He was trying to give it to Warren Mustang. Yeah, it was it was sad, but. Yeah. Okay. And then um, Kyle, my boy Kyle, I, I could have done the same exact thing he did here. Uh, his, num- his number three was a tie between Zoro's sacrifice and Luffy putting his hat on Nami. Oh, that was a good one. That one right there, yeah. That's when Zoro, Zoro took the uh, all the pain for all the straw hats. Yeah. Oh, uh, that right there. And I didn't really cry, but that was a feel good moment. Like he took everybody's pain. Yeah. He just stood there like a G bleeding out. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> His number two was a going Mary slash oops a loopy versus oopsop fight. Mm. Yeah, that was that was kind of my list. And number one, this is a good one. He said when Ace died. Yeah, man, that was that was that was painful. That was sad as hell, but somebody spoiled it for me. Oh, yeah, I I would I, I would have hated be I would have really been pissed if been spoiled with that moment. That that was it, it was well worth the watch to get to that moment. I, I didn't mm. really cry. Cause I kind of suspected something was happening. Cause I'm like, 
One Piece doesn't have a ton of happy innings. No. And I was like, <laughs> at that moment, I was like, okay, he gets all the way there. I was like, they ha- I mean, he's not going to be all these admirals. Uh-uh. I cried. Yeah. Definitely cried, especially Luffy at the end, realizing he wasn't about to get his brother back. Hmm. Yeah. When he starts crying and laughing at the end and it, like, it zooms out, like, you, you can't tell if he's like, I mean, you, you got to tell he's checked out, but he's laughing. Yeah. He's laughing and crying about it. <laughs> yeah, that's just... Um, he said Zoro's sacrifice was just like this guy used to hunt pirates and he's doing this for his new family. Yeah. And the man he put in complete faith in. And Nami has in the Nami hat moment because earlier Luffy tells her not to touch his treasure. That's when she's at her lowest point and asking for his help when she knows she doesn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. As it he trusts his treasure with a thief while he goes to adventure. That moment made me realize why I respect Luffy. Yeah. So we go on with Robert, uh, Victor, or Kyle. Man, I I gotta go with the I gotta go with um, the the Nami Luffy pick, man. Yeah, yeah. I I wanted to put that one in my top three, like just the hat and then her stabbing herself with the knife. On yeah. The and then when they um, I, I love the movie too when they redid that arc and made it more modern. That was yeah. really well done. Yeah, I remember Arlong getting upset. Man, you're tearing up my house. Mm. I, don't yeah, I care. feel like I can't really choose though, because I haven't seen your line April. Uh, but I feel like um Victor had really good picks. But yeah, Kyle Victor has really good picks too. I'm, I'm conflicted. It's tough uh, to choose because your line April is like a constant downer but like <laughs> it's like uh, you, when you think you can't get any worse it gets worse and you're like Jeez. i'm out of tears Jeez. i mean victor victor has great opinions on on everything he's a he's a um intelligent speaker when it comes to the things he knows and i gotta go with victor it, it's a it's a tough one because I, I could be biased here, but I'm trying to <laughs> well. Like, I mean, I I could have went all One Piece. Like, it just ended like ended my picks. It just said, hey, One Piece in general, just watch it and you'll cry. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, I mean, Victor came to brain. I mean, it's gonna be a hard one. Okay, um, okay, yeah. Uh, How about we take a quick break and then we'll discuss <laughs> it and then we'll come back and drop it. Okay, so this is what we we'll do. Yeah, we'll come back to it. Um, okay. So this is where we are right now with Top Trio. Just give you guys a heads up of everything going on with Top Trio, and then we'll end this podcast, and um, we'll just pick a person to be done with it. Um, we have two things going on right now. We have two groups going on. We got a Forza Horizon 4 group, Yep. Um, Top Trio 300. We have a lot of things um, going great with that. Uh, Ricky is working on the qualifying races. Yep. We should have something out soon. We appreciate everybody who raced the other night, that Wednesday. That was a lot of fun. Um, so be on the lookout. We'll have some qualifying races soon. Uh, make sure you guys get qualified for all the seasons if you can. Yeah, make sure we can. We don't have shoot, like we could just choose at random, don't have to be picky. Yeah, um, number two is our My Hero One Justice uh <laughs> league, which is turning out to be uh really really fun. There's a lot of trash talking going on. Uh, we we hope I hope to have out the uh, fighting the fight cards out tomorrow or either early Thursday. Mm-hmm. And we'll be starting the league on Thursday. So if you guys are interested, um, I will give you all the information to join. 
Uh, it's going to be a great time. Make sure you custom make your uh, hero and we'll showcase you. And then we'll uh, send you a belt if you are number one hero by the end of November. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Do we have a picture of this belt? Yes, I do. I will post it up. Okay, it's, good, it's an good. actual, like, real, like, life-size belt. Okay. Because I got one and you stole it from me. And you bought a house. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, talking about stuff that uh, that I owe you or you owe me. I need my movie tickets. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's that's what we got going on. We got a lot of great things going on. We got two groups going on. Um, I did... I did talk to MacFest. I'm waiting to see if we get approved for a panel. So if you guys go to MacFest, we'll hopefully we'll have a panel going on. And um, you guys can come and debate, talk to us. We'll give out some free stuff. That'll be great. So um, we hope to have uh, a podcast every week to go out for you guys and get content. We are on iTunes now. We got a few other uh, streaming platforms. We'll make sure we post those links up. Uh, we get Just like I said, we got a lot of great content coming out. And we should have a website up soon. So we'll, yeah. we're working on that now. Working really hard and diligent. Uh, we've got some great people on that website at the moment trying to get that up and running for us. So um, um, I believe we're going to go with Victor here with our uh, with our pick. Congratulations, yeah. to Victor. Um, Victor, I am coming for you. You are really good at uh, the My Hero 1 Justice game. So you'll probably listen to this. We gave you a lot of props. Rick said you were very intelligent. <laughs> uh, I think you're very intelligent, but I'm coming for you in the game because you're actually pretty good. So. Oh, okay. So you're not you're not gonna even recognize me, huh? Who? Me. Who? Me. <laughs> I'll take you on right now after the podcast, buddy. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, live stream going up in five minutes. Oh, man, bring it, bring it. <laughs> nah.